The Florida Panthers defeat the Ottawa Senators by a final score of 3-2 to two in overtime despite blowing a two-goal lead. There were some line shakeups. Defense got on the scoring, but they still found a way. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into this Wednesday, February 21st edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We're at your team every day. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez from the Hockey News. You can follow me on X at Mondoman12. Follow the show account on X and Instagram at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And shout out to the everydayers who come back here and get your daily Florida Panthers fix. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets with any $5 bet. That's 150 bucks if your first bet wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. So the Florida Panthers starting four out of their next five at home. And coming off a high from that. 9-2 victory over the Tampa Bay Lightning and with the Ottawa Senators coming off that big win last night in Tampa Bay that these uh teams were pretty juiced up as it was a it was a really intense uh first period with a lot of with a lot of shots goalies were standing on their heads on both sides and then the game slowed down Panthers take the lead early 19 seconds in thanks to Aaron Ekblad and then in the third period the Ottawa Senators find a way to get two goals on the board with Shabbat and Timmy Stutzla as well. But the Panthers find a way, despite their forward lines being contained, to find a way to win 3-2 to two in overtime, thanks to Anton Lundell getting in on the scoring. And here to break down this 3-2 to two overtime win for the Florida Panthers over the Ottawa Senators, their second of four meetings. It is a Winans Wednesday, which means it's Jacob Winans here. Jacob, welcome back to the show, my friend. Thanks for having me. It's always good to be here, especially after a win. Uh, I feel like we've we've been fortunate lately to, to get to recap a few wins. So, uh, yeah, this is a pretty fun one. Yeah, a, a very fun one, but also a different type of uh, hockey game that we've had as far as as far as this one. I mean, yeah, uh, like I said earlier, Aaron Eckblad scores the first goal 19 seconds in. Beautiful give and go um, with Carver Hagee. First shot, first shift of the game as well. The the game the game doesn't necessarily slow down from there. Fourteen minutes of of five on five the rest of the way. I mean the 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 Panthers they were eating at the Ottawa de, um, Ottawa defense on their forecheck. That top line, especially Barkov, was w- was ex- extremely well on the puck as well. Uh, especially especially when it came to getting multiple m- multiple chances on on net as well. But really. When when the when it flipped to the second period, it, it really changed and all. Where the Florida Panthers took a while to get their first shot on goal. The they were having a hard time through the neutral zone as well uh, through it, and breakouts were very sloppy. The t- the power play opportunities that the Florida Panthers had, uh, Montour even spoke about it in the middle of the intermission uh, that th- they were trying maybe trying to get a little too cute, forcing some passes. The amount of times I saw force feeding to Sam Reinhardt on the power play. And then he misses a net one from K- um, Kachuk down low to Reinhardt in the middle. And then one from the flank both times 
a um, few times that I recall that he missed the net as well. But I mean, you think about it after the Ottawa Senators get those uh, get those two goals in, in the third. Maurice has some line shakeups. Does they don't ne- they don't necessarily score, but you know it creates that spark as well and something that you could plug uh, every every so often for a game like this when it's the defense that's getting in on the scoring, which got to give credit to the Florida Panthers there with the second line getting there hard on the puck in the middle of a line change pinballs around Montour get, gets the go, the goal scoring there as well. But it, it really came down to really the Panthers just digging deep and, and just when, when it comes to just how another team is amped up after, after recently playing while you having a few days off, you know, it, Sometimes, sometimes the momentum from them last night can carry over to a night like tonight. Yeah, I agree. I think Ottawa came in. I was surprised uh, at at the energy that they brought. Um, we we know the game against Ottawa tend to get uh, chippy. They get physical. Um, always going to be the case when you've got the Kachuk brothers lining up against each other. There's always added juice to that. Um, we didn't really see anything spark up until the third period, really. Yeah. Um, but with, with with that said, Ottawa had they they did not play like a team that that had just played a tough game in Tampa. They played like a team that was fresh, motivated, and the Panthers are going to have to get used to that because they're going to get everybody's best shot the rest of the way. And uh, that, that's kind of what you what you hope for uh, for the Panthers getting ready for the playoffs. You have to get used to those type of games, um, and and Ottawa definitely brought that tonight. Um, I thought the Panthers maybe took them a little bit. I, I don't want to say. Uh, took the game for granted, but I don't think they they brought their best stuff against this team. Um, I, I think the like Montour said in in uh, the intermission, trying to, being a little too cute. Uh, there were some forced passes. There were some some shots that that should have gotten to the net that didn't. Uh, it seemed like there was a little bit less of the the willingness to create traffic in front of Corpusalo tonight. There wasn't a whole lot of uh, chaos in front of his net, which is what the Panthers really thrive on. Um, but even so, uh, good teams have nights like that. It, it, it mm-hmm. comes. Uh, you can't bring it a thousand percent every night. Um, and and being able to get two points out of it is huge um, because they, they no one on the Panthers would tell you they played their best game tonight. Uh, far from it. But they come out with two points uh, really, really on, on the back of, of some depth scoring, some blue line scoring. Uh, and and even though the, uh, the offense was a little bit disjointed, the passing was a little, a little bit disjointed. For the most part, the defense was pretty solid. Uh, the, the structure was still there, uh, mm-hmm. and and uh, it, it probably ends in regulation if not for a ridiculous solo effort from from Timmy Stutz, like getting that that game tying goal. So I, uh, you know, the, as far as energy, I, I feel like the energy was fine. I just think the focus was lacking a little bit. Uh, solid C plus performance, but getting two points in a C plus performance is so that's really all you can ask for 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 a contending team. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, um, the power play for the Senators was just moving a lot better than the Panthers as well. I mean, they yeah. were getting their redirections on net as well. And got to give credit to Sergei Bobrovsky, where there, where the the rebound the rebound control was excellent. Um, there was one where he there was a shot from the half wall um, in the first period. Um, he gets it, and then Timmy Stutzla is right there to 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 go driving into the net, and he's like moving. Uh, to to his right to get in on the on the blocker as well. That was a big early save that the that Sergey Bobrovsky uh, had as 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 well. 
Uh, and then Tarasenko on a breakaway after Bennett was uh, stripped off the, off the puck as well. So it, it I mean, the, the sticks were were great for uh, the auto senators as far as as far as their back checking as as well. Uh, so and 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 listen, we said how the physicality didn't pick up on it. I mean, the the intensity really started to pick up when uh, it was after whistle. Uh, it was right before the under 14 TV timeout where Brady Kachuk gets an extra hack on uh, Sergei Bobrovsky, which uh, through two periods, they only allowed one shot uh, to Brady Kachuk as well. And that you could really see the change in the game and the, and the, and the, and really the focus level of, of both teams uh, when it, when it came to that part. Yeah. And, and I think uh, play style wise and, and, and talent wise, Ottawa is, on paper and and just talent on that roster better than their record indicates oh yeah um that that that's definitely a team that that has some players they they can win on any given night um i I get the saying you are what your record says you are and yes they are a very very underperforming team but that but in in a small dose in a in a one night sample they can give you anything that that any good team in the nhl can give you uh and i think the panthers got their best tonight and um and it, it doesn't take much to, to draw the Panthers into a game. Uh, and I think when, when you see Bob get a little frustrated, guys are getting too close to him. Brady Kachuk is hacking at his, at his glove. Uh, Bob gets up and, and throws a punch and that kind of sparks the whole thing. It's the team going. Cause as a, as a player in front of Bob, you don't want him to feel like he has to do that. Uh, you want your goalie protected. You don't want your goalie getting touched. And if Bob is getting agitated and frustrated, that means someone's gotten too close. And as a defenseman, as a, as a defender of your goalie, that, that's got to wake you up a little bit. And like, hey, maybe I got to do a better job of protecting my goalie so he doesn't have to get involved himself. Uh, and I think Bob's really smart about picking his spots when he does, uh, when he wants to show some emotion, when he wants to get involved in that kind of thing. Uh, and I think that was a really, really important time for him to do that. Uh, sent, it sent a message to Kachuk on the, the Senators. It sent a message to, to the Panthers D that it was time to wake up. It was time to get serious around the crease because uh, the Senators were getting in his face. Um, and I think I think part of the issue, just kind of the the sluggish middle area of the game where the Panthers weren't capitalizing, it's really it's all it's never good to fall behind early, um, and, and you end up chasing the game. But also, it can be tough to get ahead so early too. Uh, Aaron Eckblad scored within the first minute of the game, uh, and when that happens, you, you kind of uh, see them take take their foot off the gas a little bit. It's almost as if they're they're playing yeah. with uh, with house money and. Uh, Sometimes you get a little too comfortable. Yeah, definitely. Panthers definitely uh, got too comfortable there, and uh, we saw what happens when uh, when you force uh, force something out, or you are pinching in in your zone, which happened with the Timmy Stutzla uh, breakaway as well. That 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 you, he's going to beat you a lot of the time as well. And just positioning around the crease. That's what happened with uh with the first goal uh by Thomas Shabbat, which Nico Mikola crashed into Sergey Bobrovsky. Uh thankful that the Panthers did not challenge that, by the way. But we're gonna transition to segment number two, where we're going to discuss more about our three stars of the game and when we thought this game was won or lost. We're gonna discuss that and more here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Indeed. And we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. 
match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 300 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. This ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed that just doesn't help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners to the show can get a, to a $75 sponsored job credit to get your job more visibility at Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Just go to Indeed.com slash LockedOn right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash LockedOn. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Also, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. And... The get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money, um, dollar bet. Excuse me, That's $150 if your first bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, same live game, same game parlays, and exclusive props and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Segment number two here on this Wednesday, February 21st edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. Thank you once again for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day here on a Wednesday, a Winans Wednesday edition of the show. So, uh, Jacob, uh, three stars of the game for the Florida Panthers here in this three to two overtime win for the Cats. Uh, third star of the game is going to go to Brandon Montour for me, uh, does score the second goal of the game, uh, and crazy, both, both those goals by Montour and Ekblad, uh, show, show the fourth of the season for both of them as well. And Montour got the secondary assist on the game winner, uh, on, on the night as, as well. So, uh, two points for, for Montour on the night. Second star has to go to Sergey. Brabrovsky, seven wins in a row, and another one where it's two goals or less. Uh, so six of the six of the seven, um, six of them have been two goals. The other one was a shutout. So uh, again, once again, Brabrovsky being sharp, twenty-eight of thirty on the night, and then first star of the game. Got to get it to the guy who got the game winner on, on the on the on the sharp angle shot. Corpusala goes low. Anton Lundell goes high on the game winner to, to make it a three to two overtime win. And Anton Lundell got his 100th point the other night in Tampa Bay and just uh, continues on. And he's two points, two goals away, excuse me, from his 10th goal of the season. Jacob, your three stars of the game, my friend. Yep. Uh, I, I hate to do this, but I'm kind of, I'm going to go with the same three, just in a different order. My third star is Anton Lundell. Um, could be higher given that he scored the game-winning goal. Uh, I feel like prior to that, he was relatively uh, regular most of the game. Didn't, mm-hmm. didn't really stand out, but uh, but a clutch moment uh, gets gets the two points. Uh, my second star is going to be Brandon Montour. Uh, he was really good for me. I, I feel like uh, he could have shot a little bit more. Uh, I feel like he was a little hesitant to shoot, but uh, two points is two points, uh, and, and it's good to see his offense finally coming into form this year. Uh, you can you can really see him picking up the pace offensively right now, uh, and 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 another multi point game for him. He's he's starting to look more like the Montour of last year. 
Then my first star of the game is uh, NHL All-Star Sam Bobrowski. Um, <laughs> uh, Sergey Bobrowski was fantastic. Um, again, he's he's been rock solid lately. Uh, he, he made a couple of breakaway stops. He was really good uh, tracking pucks on deflections. Uh, his rebound control was excellent tonight. Some The pucks you want to stick to him are sticking to him. Uh, the pucks where, where it's going to be a rebound, he's kicking it off to the boards out of danger, uh, which is a really underrated skill. Sometimes you can't prevent a big rebound, but you can direct it to a certain area. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's really, really improved in that area of his game, which I feel like flies under the radar a lot. Uh, for for a veteran goalie, that's a that's a thing that that you have to be good at, um, and he's you can, you can tell he's put in the work to to direct the rebounds out of danger areas when there's going to be a rebound. So I, I I think he really flashed that tonight. Um, he's he's my first star. The Panthers don't win that game without him. Uh, and then honorable mention, I'm I'm going to give one to Gus Forsling and one to Ed Tulustrain, and I think uh, Ed Tu was great on the PK. Uh, mm-hmm. And then when he got moved up to the second line late, the second line immediately had a couple of good scoring chances. So I feel like he was good being flexible and Forsling's just been rock solid. Uh, he's, he's been the Panthers best defenseman this year. And, and he had another good one tonight. League leading leader in plus minus Gustav Forsling as well. What and is he I, a plus 38 right now? Something like that. Yeah. I, I have to double check, but it's stupid good as far as that, yeah. but uh, moment when I thought this game was won or lost is when when the line shakeups happen. I don't think I saw uh, I don't think I saw Cousins, Gadjevich, and Stenland at all in the final uh, in the final uh, few minutes in the in the third period. If anything, that that <laughs> Maurice really shortened the bench. So the, my moment is going to be when the when the lines uh, got shaken up with uh, Etulus Rain going on to the second line. Uh, th- and uh, Lomberg going onto the line with Anton Lindell and Evan Rodriguez. And the stats might say uh, a, a minus one for that line with Matthew Kachuk, Sam Ben, and Antti Lusterain. And the one goal that was against was the one where Montour was up on the play. And then Nick, um, Kachuk was the one back and playing defense. And then Mikola goes for the the reach in on Timmy Stutzla as well. <laughs> so not going to, you know, n- numbers don't tell the whole story as far as Antti Lusterain and just consistently being on the puck and just uh, getting in front of that net as, as well on the offensive side. They were creating so many different opportunities. And like the broadcast said, the only line that wasn't touched at all in that was the the, the top line of Barkov, uh, Barkov Reinhardt, and, and Verhage on the night. And there was a point where they didn't give up a single uh, shot on goal uh, th- throughout a good portion of the game. They ended up giving up four. Uh, but there was a point where it was like eight nothing at one point. And that's when they saw the after that there was a little bit of, pu- of a push by the Sens. Uh your your moment when you thought this game was won or lost. Yeah, mine came in overtime prior to the Lundell goal. Um and it started off with a, a moment where I was scratching my head and almost screaming at the TV, what are you doing? Uh because the Ottawa had the puck and Matthew Kachuk just absolutely charges the goal line. Uh I think it was Thomas Shabbat. Let it two on one. And, and, yeah, and, and I'm like, what what are you doing, like, charging right at a defenseman that that is a much better skater than Matthew Kachuk is and, and uh, leads to two-on-one for Ottawa. And and I if that if they had scored on that, I would have been I would been pretty upset because that was a, a poor decision from from Chucky. But uh, my my moment where the Panthers win the game is is not allowing that that two-on-one to turn into a goal. Uh, the, the partial block, the save on that play, 
was was huge, and the Panthers were able to turn it and go back the other way with possession. Uh, and they they didn't give Ottawa the puck again the rest of the, the rest of that overtime prior to Lindell scoring. So uh, that the, the overtimes three on three overtime it's it's usually trading chances until someone scores, and it usually does not take many chances uh, in in that trade off. And and the Panthers give one up, you stop it, you go score the other way. Uh, that's that's typically how three on three goes. And if you can get a stop on one of those two on ones, uh, it's, it's almost a, a lock that you're going to get a good chance going back the other way. So I feel like that's when the Panthers won the game was, uh, was stopping that big Ottawa chance in, in overtime. Yeah. Taking away, um, closing in the gaps, taking away the lanes. And we didn't even get, we didn't really mention on the night of how many, how many block shots there were for the Ottawa senators on the night. They were consistently getting in on that, and then the the Panthers they 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 won the game by taking away uh, that that shooting lane for for the Ottawa Senators. Blocks were twenty nine to nine, Ottawa on the night. So the puck was in the send zone a lot. Just uh, had a hard time getting uh, to Corpusalo's um, to Corpusalo between the pipes as as well. But the Panthers make it up by getting um, closing one on their own, and then Anton Lundell with with the winner uh, to to give the Panthers a win. And to extend, uh, to continue on their lead in the Atlantic Division, same amount of games played against the Boston Bruins, so still building up, continuing to build off as they extend their lead to six. But we're going to transition to segment number three, where we're going to discuss more about how tonight's game could be a good thing for the Florida Panthers of them not playing their best, get um, getting the best from the oppositions, and the different situations that the Florida Panthers find themselves have found themselves in. The last few weeks, we're going to discuss that more here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. That's what brings home the winning trophy. It is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Locked On has launched the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, and now it's also available on Amazon Fire TV with the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today now available on the free Fire TV channels app. Back on this Wednesday... February 21st edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Thank you once again for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day here on a Wednesday. And Jacob, it's crazy. There has been seven games played since the All-Star break. A lot, you know, a lot, you know, you see the measurement of of games whenever you look at the standings, you see the 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 two the the letter and then the number L10 for last 10 in the standings. Well, the Florida Panthers 9-1 and 0. But let's look, but 9-1 and 0 goes all for them goes all the way back prior to the All-Star game. Actually, 3 games back 
uh, prior to the all all star all star break. And think about think about this. We spoke about all about regulation wins and being the ability to win on the road, which there's they have that opportunity on Thursday night against the Carolina Hurricanes to tie the record. But also, it's all about it's all about the fact that where the Panthers were not familiar with early in the season, they were getting familiar with, which you talk about two straight back-to-back wins past regulation in Pittsburgh and Long Island. You think about coming back home after the all-star break and then falling flat and all as well. And the offense not going. And then at the time I was thinking Panthers are going to learn a little bit of a lesson. Like from this top line was neutralized as well. And if the Panthers lost it, this game to Ottawa, I was thinking kind of the same thing. I was thinking along the same lines as the Philly game. This is going to be a good lesson for the Panthers to learn as, as far as how to come out. Because, again, like you said, there are going to be guys in the locker room who's, who are going to say they probably didn't play their best game as well. So you escaped. And then in between all that, all the all the games that they won, the prior games that they won, all by multiple goals as well. So. It just goes. It it just says that this team is just basically ready for it for all type, not all types of situations, but a good a good amount of situations that has come their way with with teams that are fighting and clawing for um for just pride. Because I don't know if Ottawa's clawing for the playoffs. I I wouldn't say they are, but just for and and you think about. The upcoming schedule, you're going to see that as well. Um, when, especially on the home part of it, with three teams in Washington, Buffalo, and Montreal, who are playing for pride as well. So this is great. It, it, it brings that playoff feel for the Florida Panthers as well. Um, and also, even though Corpusalo hasn't played well this year, he is he was signed as their starter. As far as structuring their back to backs, they put Forsberg. The back um in, in against Tampa and then Corpusalo against Florida. There's a little bit of a respect factor too with the team as well. So, you know, th- this is this is great for the Panthers. I agree, and and I think uh, there, there's a couple things to this, but we at this this time of year and and where the Panthers sit in the standings and just what they've done the past couple of years, everything everything now is with an eye towards the playoffs. Everything now is about playoff readiness. Um, we're, we're in that mode now. Uh, everything is, is about playoff readiness and no three on three is, is not playoff hockey. That's you're not going to see a three on three in the playoffs. Um, three on three sudden death does not simulate playoff hockey, but the pressure of those, uh, those late game moments, uh, you will absolutely feel that in the playoffs, mm-hmm. uh, the one goal games, the tie games, uh, you will feel that in the playoffs. Uh, and, and I think this time of year, a lot of the games that prepare you for the playoffs are not against playoff teams because when, when it's two playoff teams going against each other, sometimes there's, there's just a, a, com- uh, a level of comfort in the fact that they're both playoff teams. They're both looking towards the postseason. They don't necessarily need the two points against another playoff team. Uh, it, it doesn't have, it doesn't affect them that much. You, you might not get say Toronto's best, uh, just because you're you're playing against Toronto in, in late in regular season, it, it it may not impact the standings at all. And and these that's two teams that aren't playing for pride. That's two teams that are playing uh, with an eye towards the postseason. But when you play a team that's sitting outside, uh, you're playing a team that has a lot of young guys, a team that that comes in really hungry. Th- then you can really start. You can 
feel a little bit more of what a playoff game is going to be like, especially a team like Ottawa, who who has playoff level talent. They haven't performed at a playoff level, but they have playoff hockey talent on that team. Uh, and and you're going to get their best anytime you play them. And I think that that prepares you for the playoffs. Um, I, I think uh, that third period, it, it was really annoying, really frustrating, but you saw, you saw uh, not a lot of room in the neutral zone. You saw the refs not calling anything. Uh, oh yeah. Letting guys play through stuff that, I mean, blatant penalties uh, and, and refs are just letting them play. And at some, they're gonna, there are stretches in the playoffs where that's going to happen. Uh, and you have to be, you have to be ready to fight through that. Uh, I think I think as far as playoff readiness, uh, that's that's what the Panthers have to have their eye on right now. And, and uh, being in all those type of situations is good. Um, and, and you mentioned overtime and the Panthers really hadn't had a lot of overtime experience uh, the first half of the season. Uh, I prefer it that way. If you, it, the, the games later in the year tend to get closer, tend to get tighter, you'll you'll rack up some playoff, uh, some playoff or uh, some overtime uh experiences later in the season uh early in the season i, I don't like that i i want to see games end in regulation you don't want to add up the, the mileage on your guys legs and you also don't want to end up in a situation like the new york islanders where uh, they're in every game and you can just have the worst luck in the world in overtime and find yourself in a bad spot in the standing so uh i'm, I'm not worried about their lack of overtime games and uh yeah i think i think playoff readiness is the name of the game and right now they're they're playing well in a lot of these situations, these one goal games, these tie games, uh, these tense, chippy moments late game. Uh, the Panthers are getting used to it, and they're going to have to be ready for that come postseason. Yeah, speaking of uh, uh, a few uh, refs letting him play, I remember uh, Tarasenko got forcing up high, no call uh, on a faceoff. Bennett gets cross-checked in the leg, uh, kind of brought us a little bit of PTSD to Nico Heizer and Barkov as well. Uh, and also... Um, you spoke about the Islanders. They had that they had that three goal lead slip against the New York Rangers in the stadium series, which even though Noah Dobson has had a great season, he's he was the one with the turnover at, at the end, which over the difference between regulation plus overtime wins to their regulation wins is 16. Uh, excuse me, 22 minus 16. That's six. So and they've won 23 games uh as well. So and 14 of overtime losses. So just on the wrong side of uh, on <laughs> on the wrong side of luck when it comes to overtime as well. But the Panthers, they've been on the right side as 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 far as that. Which ending these games in regulation, also testing with defensive zone draws when the other team has the six on five. That's gonna you're gonna pre- be prepared for that later on down the line. That's um, huge. Yeah, and. Especially when you have that opportunity to get that last change, which, by the way, there was parts, there was times during the during the game where I saw the fourth line just containing that top line of Ottawa as well, uh, and just had them in the zone for like over a minute as well. I do want to give uh, I that that part really stuck out to me at one point in in the night as well. So just continues to show uh, that when they when they are at home during the playoffs, that they can. They feel that they can get any matchup that they want there as as well. So, got to be encouraged uh, by what you see out of out of the lines that continue just just roll. And we shouldn't expect these lines to stay. Uh, um, I'll be surprised if they do, but we'll discuss that more on Thursday's show if they do. Uh, that was honestly, in my opinion, I think it was just for a spark as well. But 
Jacob, I want to thank you so much for joining me on this post-game edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. Another successful Winans Wednesday. The Panthers win 3-2 in overtime over the Ottawa Senators to bring this season series. Two games for the Florida Panthers, zero for Ottawa. Uh, thank you for joining me on the show and tell everybody where they can follow you online. Yep, you can follow me on X at Jacob Winans 8 uh, and I will be back here next Wednesday. Awesome. Next Wednesday will be the recap of Buffalo at home as well. So see you then, my friend. Looking forward to it. And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time. The Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On NHL Network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey, Flip Livingstone, and Steel Roden, and Locked On NHL Prospects. Thank you once again for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. Summer Armando Velez with Jacob Winans. And you've been listening to Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.